0: You are now tuning in to Lex and RDDC Broadcast Station, serving up on the double doses for us all. Welcome back to the Real Double Dose
1: Channel. This is your host, Lex, coming to you straight from the heart where the talk is real. Thank you for tuning in with us again because here, serving a slice of everyday life is what RDC is. For any show requests, feedback, or anything under the sun that you can think of, get a hold of us at Real Double Dose Channel at yandex.com. That's Y-A-N-D-E-X.com and as well as Real realdoubledosechannel.blogspot.com and we do have that .com ready with your apparel, your hats, and so much more and the movement of the Hearts Foundation that is going to be helping the souls of all those from behind the walls and outside the walls. Just want to thank you for your love and support. And for those of you who have signed up for the vacation and travel giveaways, thank you so much. You can use it after the COVID-19. I know a lot of people are freaking out, but they do not expire for at least up to four years with the companies that are promoting this and as well as your free gift card giveaways. We thank you for that. So if you're not, and we see that you are, thank you for tuning in at tune in stitcheradiospreaker.com. Blueberry.com, Spotify, Deezer, Google Cast, iTunes, iHeart, SoundCloud, and there's pretty much too much to keep going on with that, but you know where the links are. Just find them out. So without further ado, we have our next guest expert. Wonderful. And I'm just really juicing over there because it's amazing. This is Michelle Juiceberry, and she is just amazing. She's on fire. Okay. Is an international philanthropist, speaker, author, and coach who has traveled the world and as an advocate for the last and the lesser. Fortunate, And I say the last because at the same time, we're going to make people more fortunate. And that's her mission. In August 2016, Michelle focused her efforts on ending domestic violence. Fact check, yes. Her desire to help victims of domestic abuse came from personal experience and such, a you know, basically the relationship that all of us keep talking about and inquiring about the different things that we're all going through. In July 2017, Michelle founded Unsilenced Voices. And that's a 501c3 nonprofit focused on inspiring change in communities around the globe by encouraging victims to break free and survivors to speak up. Yes, she has since completed and published her personal memoir, but I love him. Recognized as a valuable resource in the speaking industry. Michelle Juicebury is the go-to professional, and I say that very, very bluntly, speaker who uses her story of survival as encouragement and motivation for many, many others. And I am happy. We are happy, the six of us, (laughs) and the thousands. I'm pretty sure I know we're all family to have you on here, Michelle. So how are you, my dear? And thank you for being on here.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I am super, super excited to share my story and hopefully give inspiration to your listeners, um, especially in this day and age. So Lex, I really, really appreciate being on real double toast and uh super super excited about some of these questions that i know you have for me (laughs) oh yeah
1: oh yeah i mean my brain is just ticking away i can't i can't even imagine like i mean to me like this is what i call the superhero squad to me in my eyes that's what i call a superhero hashtag speak up i mean that's what it is too and someone who's doing something about it at the same time and i mean from everything that's going on as a whole i have broken Uh, off in my own silence from a lot of quote I thought were friendships and relationships just off the generalism of being able to see people's minds now that you have time to sit still Uh. you know (laughs) that kind of thing I'm just saying so when you mention uh, or w- when it's mentioned in the different things that you do. Um, I mean, obviously uh, domestic violence that always kind of punches the throat right there because there's so many things going on, especially a lot of people have uh, experienced deaths um, and a lot more has been intensified since the COVID-19 happened. Uh, when people have to sit at home and be together um, and a little bit more stressful, obviously and different things going on, but it, it is definitely a story. So how has everything got a chance to kind of come together in the unraveling of, your your focus story or or the mission that you're on to
0: yeah yeah i um i will give a bit of backstory but it is interesting how you talked about how we're trapped at home because domestic violence and abuse cases in general not just you know woman on man woman on woman man on man whatever that looks like but even child abuse cases have gone significantly higher because of this covid 19 pandemic and the stay at home order that we're all facing oh yeah so it is so imperative and important to be able to give resources out to some of these victims who need help right now and they don't know what to do because they are trapped at home. So a, a bit about me is, um, in 2012, I mean, we can go from the childhood, but that could take an hour. So let's not <laughs> do that, right? Next. So fast forward my life.
1: Speak your heart, Michelle. Speak <laughs> your heart. Speak your heart.
0: <laughs> so I moved to California, um, roughly 2011 and the end of that year i end up uh connecting with a really handsome blonde-haired blue-eyed guy who just kind of swept me off my feet and in 2012 we began dating and about four months into our relationship my head went through the wall and oftentimes i say that um, i I speak about that all the time that's always a lead-in to what My point is, but the reason why I lead in with that is I I want people to understand that uh, the abuse, the manipulation, the psychological manipulation, abuse, and uh, just torment in general starts early on. And the physical violence then... Um, goes after it comes right after and then the violence and the manipulation repeats over and over and over again so my head went through the wall four months into the relationship but I didn't even understand it was domestic violence I um, wow. I just thought that I had triggered Paul I call him Paul I triggered him it was my fault uh, I felt that you know maybe he just had one too many drinks or maybe he was just too stressed at work so I internalized it and the first thought that went through my head was why well, I just got to patch the wall. Well, if wow. you fast forward that relationship, I stayed with Paul for roughly four years. Oh, and, wow. um, I endured a lot of physical violence, sexual violence, a lot of emotional manipulation and financial abuse. A lot of people don't understand that when somebody controls your finances, uh, like completely controls your finances, that that's a form of abuse as well. So after escaping that relationship, I um, I literally sat in front of my computer and I I knew I had to get it out of me. So I just started typing. I started just documenting what happened to me. And then I had the aha moment of, wow, this is a lot worse than I remember it being. Or this is a lot worse than, wow, I just can't believe it's myself, (laughs) you know, reading it back to me. and. When I did that, it kind of came out in a play format, so I wrote and performed a 65-minute solo show called But I Love Him, which is the same title as my book, and uh, performed that in the 2016 uh, White Fire Solo Fest, and again in the Hollywood Fringe Festival, and that's when people started coming up to me and saying, you know, it's so great that you're speaking up about what happened to you, because we can relate. so many people, uh, men, women, uh, even teenagers started coming up to me and just crying, you know, that they were in a domestic abuse relationship, but mm-hmm. now they, they feel confident in leaving. So I knew that I had to do more, and from there I ended up starting Unsilenced Voices and July of 2017, and we're in Ghana and Sierra Leone, Africa. Uh, We're going to be starting in Rwanda. We're a fiscal sponsor for an organization in Nepal and also the Netherlands, and we're also expanding to the United States. We're supposed to have our first in-person event earlier this year, but it seems that it's going to be later this year because, of of course, COVID. Um, And then I published my first book, uh, But I Love Him, and it's my personal memoir about my experience, and I published that last year and then i now speak on stages all over the world right now most of those are virtual stages uh, my last in-person stage was in egypt uh, in march and i actually got stuck <laughs> on that side of the world for a little bit trying to get back into the united states oh, uh, but yeah. i made it back so so that's that's kind of me in a nutshell Lex. <laughs>
1: that's beautiful wow you know and when you kept when you said but i love him the first time it just struck it does strike your chord i mean it strikes your chord to how many people will say man that's like having your 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 head go through that wall like to actually do that and and you would think i mean a lot of people will say we just had well let me revert to this um or piggyback off of it when you had said uh, about people don't know financial abuse i think it was dr dr rita louise was just she mentioned that like and towards the ending of the show uh i think it was a few weeks ago and i was like financial abuse i thought about that and i'm like yeah the quote breadwinners are the people who have that worry like hey here's a couple hundred bucks here's what you got you got 20 bucks left over if you're lucky um from that yeah in
0: my case uh what was really crazy is Paul had me quit my job and move in with him. So he was in a different part of California than I live in now. I live in Los Angeles and I I was, tr- you know, trapped just with him. I didn't have any friends. He isolated me. It's a tactic for narcissistic abusers for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, he literally took away my my expenses like he took my credit cards he took everything he added his name to everything I, I couldn't I wasn't allowed to drive my car unless he said it was okay like it was it was really wow. nuts and a lot of people know me um, personally from being on stage and I, I'm very open I am you know, you can ask me any question. I, I will be as open and honest as I possibly can. And um, many people, you know, are just like, wow, I can't believe that you stayed that long because you don't seem like that type of woman. And what's so crazy to me is a lot of people misjudge what domestic violence looks like because they they depict victims being from a lesser class or... Yeah. Um, you know, poor or in poverty or a, a lot of these other factors that aren't actually true. My abuser was very, very successful, uh, made hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. And wow. uh, he still controlled me. I mean, if I spent $200 at the grocery store, I would get a scolding. So it, it is, you know, in the upper chalance of everyday life. It's in our po- politicians, um, a, a lot of our people who rule the countries who uh, you know rule our states. Uh, there's domestic violence everywhere you know in big corporations. so people just need to learn how to recognize it, address it and then of course change that behavior wow
1: man i can just see even i can sit in front of you right now with a bowl of popcorn and just stay there i can just do it <laughs> like you can. or if winter time comes over here in lovely minnesota for now yeah i mean i was just i mean I, I i my life started or should i say when i when i tell people i died in uh california so by the time i left fresno um in that area it was kind of like my whole thing changed and it's funny because the most fruitful light of my life now is from LA <laughs> he's a Mr. Los Angeles guy and he's just the sweetest thing where I'm thinking man that I pinch myself because I feel like I've only attracted narcissistic psychotic people and I tell people before all that happened it was a whole series of things that had led me to California and got me hoodwinked to be 2,000 something miles away from anything I ever known. like you said isolation and the psychoticness I can think it's happening now because I would have I mean I had it before but I had to illuminate into who I am now now but it was the same way it was like i had a coaching call for him if i was in the store for two minutes it would be like why are you in the freaking store why Uh aren't you home and i like i would freak out if my phone rang and i was in drive-thru i would pull off even if i paid without the food and people are like what do you mean you you look like this strong individual and i'm like Uh what does i have to do i'm like my sister and it's probably on I don't even know how many since 2018 now, but that's what happened to her. I mean, even though we had childhood abuse and different things happening, it's just to the point, Um, you know, when you have a uh, uh, brother B Pope, some people categorize the sexual abuse, rather abuse of both of them um, hers, even though she tried to translate that into being a nurse and, and, fueling it for 15 years, she still wound up taking her life on 2018. Uh, well, yeah, 2018 on my birthday, April 9th. I'm sorry. Yeah. So when you said, de- oh, no, yeah. And I appreciate that completely, But when you say domestic abuse, I tell people it's a whole nother level. Yeah, like you yeah know, it is yeah like people are like oh she was a wonderful nurse and all this she took care of people in the elderly I'm like yeah but she wasn't taking care of herself and then the person yeah. she was with for 18 years made sure he made her the nuttiest person and the- I mean like she was like I knew my sister was gone but at the same time like just hearing that on my birthday night waking up I knew it already I had my shoes on before my mother could finish her sentence when I was over there for the birthday yeah. so I was you know it was just like getting her by all that stuff so I told people I'm like at that point right Right there they have to really look at the whole spectrum of it it is real it is very uh-huh. real and i'm glad that you're speaking up about it like pharrell seriously
0: yeah no it is very real and i oftentimes so i do a lot of coaching and deal with clients who have dealt with trauma uh many of them domestic violence but a lot of it stems from early childhood uh, education through what they've learned uh whether it be through their family their friends uh, nature nurture controversy but if you don't get out your emotions as an adult so this is for all of the listeners out there who have had traumatic experiences happen to you if you don't get that out whether it be on paper writing whether it be, um, you know, going out and screaming at God on a hike, but just getting it out of you. Mm-hmm. If you don't get it out, it comes out in physical and or emotional ailments when you get older. So meaning that people will have autoimmune disorders, chronic stress, chronic fatigue, uh, headaches, pain, uh, you name it. So all of these factors that, that we like to say, oh, it's from your eating habits or, you know, you're just, just not exercising enough. Most of those ailments are due to mental illnesses. They're due to our anxiety, our, our grief, all of the stress that we've had, all of the experiences that we have had up until the point where we are now. I'm 36, so up until 36. And if, if I don't get out some of um, some of these traumatic experiences in my life, like when uh, I was left, you know, for four months when I was young at seven years old, you know, that had a traumatic experience on my life. And wow. if I don't write about that, or if I don't talk to a therapist about that type of stuff, then it will definitely come out in ailments. And when that happens, then it's hard to regulate yourself. It's easier to fall victim uh, in another abusive relationship, because everything is cyclical. I mean, we're looking at our world, our history right now, we are repeating history as we speak um so so that's not just you know as as a whole world as a human population but also as an individual you know we we repeat our experiences if we don't fix them so the saying you know um if uh what what is it you if you expect something different um uh you can't keep doing the same things you know what i mean yeah
1: if you want the same results keep doing what you're doing no that's what i say i don't even know
0: Yeah, yeah, but um but it is. You have to make a change and that change oftentimes is speaking up, using your voice, uh, doing movement therapy, plays, writing. Um, I do a lot of hiking. Um, I've been having a lot of stress lately because of some family issues and then my mom died a year ago and her one year death day, thank you. Her one year death day is Sunday. So so it's just, you know, it's getting out there. So I went on like a seven-mile hike, kicked my butt yesterday, but I needed that. I needed to reconnect with nature, reconnect with my God, reconnect with myself in order to stay healthy, in order for me to be there for me, yes, but also be there for other people.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a taker, especially mom. That's why I used to call. I mean, I, I worry about that with, you know, we all worry about that with our parents, but then because people are like, well, how, you know, and what is one thing I just want to say? This might be off-key or key but it pisses me off when people ask questions and I know it's natural maybe I've done it before I don't remember but they'll be like well how close were you When oh my gosh, and I'm like, are you serious right now? Like I, I said I used to call her. I said my sisters call her my mom because my mom gave me to her. I was little. She said in the hospital, I handed you to your sister and said, "Here's your baby." And she goes, "My baby." So when she got older, I'd be like, "Can I go get? Can I go to the store?" Mom said no, but can? She was like, "Yeah, just go get out of my hair," you know. So I would (laughs) like, and my mom would be like, "Didn't I tell you nothing?" I'm like, she she said I could go so (laughs) so it was funny yeah so I was like okay you know and and it's funny too Michelle because the same people like you were saying we keep getting the same thing the same recipe and I keep saying that the same ripple effect of and that's why I was kind of nervous when uh, I I call (laughs) call him cariño um, but at the same time it's like when he came into my life I call him Mr. L.A. I found officially but he was kind of like I was scared I was like why is this guy polite why is he not not being like, where is this thing coming up? When is it going to pop out, this narcissistic behavior? You know, I'm just almost waiting for it, but I didn't want to call it into existence. But at the same time, I, I wanted this the whole time. And I noticed I never caught myself when the moments happened. And I almost seemingly pushed people like that away and went to what I knew was unhealthy um, and yeah. so I got a whole uh, or I call well I'm gonna call him mr. narcy he's so <laughs> mr narcy, he got a hold of me from California and I think it was about maybe a month or two ago and when I heard his voice I kid you not I almost felt like a little kid running in the corner I felt worse talking ah. to him than I did as a five-year-old kid being sexually abused like I I felt worse speaking to him because he was like hey I've changed now can we be together and I'm I'm like, oh my goodness, are you seriously telling me from physical, mental, emotional, and everything abusive? sinful to spiritual nature and beyond I'm supposed to just say okay let me drop my life and just carry on when you had me so terrified I couldn't even swallow I mean he yeah. would call me at 5 a.m. in the morning and go hey why aren't you awake I'm like I was sleeping he's like wake up and just scream you know and I would be like, yeah. okay and I would just be sitting on the side of the bed at 5 a.m. and I was just scared to sleep I was scared to sleep until he went to sleep and it was just it was it was amazing like how much and I, and when I came out of that three-day death I called because, I mean, literally, the picture I sent to my mom back from California, she thought I was in the morgue, so she had to call. She thought someone had got my phone and sent me pictures of a dead body. That's how frail, blue, and just pale and, 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 and fetal positioned I was. Something told me, just get your camera and take a photo. I don't even know why, but I know why now. So, when you say all the writing and all the stuff to kind of get it out of your system, people don't believe that. I tell them, I'm like, man, what's up with this? But when I got a chance to come back on that that track, on the train, and, and realize everything that went on... I went out to the college. It was like kind of a college campus forest every morning. And I remember just walking into like the nearby woods, and I would let the pen write for me. And then after that, that's when I came with the illumination. So yeah, writing definitely pours that out of your mind, your heart. It gets it out to where it should be, and it definitely helps you speak up, even when you feel like you don't have the physical voice to do so. Yeah, the
0: sentences don't have to make any sense whatsoever. You can just take a journal, go to the beach, and just the right stream of conscious and what that means is you know just words that come to your brain you just put them on paper and you'll reread it and going like what the heck i can't even understand my own writing but just putting it down um that is that is a form of just uh, exerting all of this energy out and all of this negative energy out on the paper you know so so you're it's like a transfusion or trans uh gosh i can't i don't know the i know what I'm you're trying to say i
1: know what you're trying to say i forgot yeah, yeah, what exactly. transmission so no like, no not yeah
0: yeah yeah so so you're just transferring uh you know the the feelings oh transference
1: transference maybe yeah uh,
0: transference and then you feel so much better like i therapists need therapists right yeah so i talk to my therapist still a lot especially during this time because i, because I am dealing with family things right now and you know he's like take a of notepad and go down to the beach and just write. And I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I I need to I need to do what I tell other people to do. And I do that most of the time, but I haven't for a little while. And so I listened and I went and I cried and I felt so much better. It's so crazy how much better you feel when you when you actually get to express yourself and get to actually speak up and get this stuff out of your body. I know we keep repeating that and we don't have to stay on that subject, but I mean, that's, that's what unsilenced voices is all about. We encourage people to speak up because if you don't speak up, then nothing's going to change.
1: Exactly. Well, you know what? I mean, honestly, uh, universally we are speaking about it because it's such a deep con, like uh, it's a, it's a constructiveness because at the same time, people are dealing with this even more so right now in the moment um then on top of that i mean from getting a chance to have the the opportunity i call it the opportunity instead of the dealing but being able to have that especially with those who can't physically be out here it's even more when you're in the confines of not being able to express yourself um, yeah you know, and, and it's
0: not even abuses right now i mean people are just anxious like yeah. anxiety stricken and fear uh you know we're looking at the unknown and during this pandemic, it's, uh, it, we're in a crazy time and people are scared to death. Yeah. And a lot of that needs to come out as well. I mean, especially if you've had trauma, if you've had abuse in your past, um, you definitely need to be able to express yourself. But even, uh, per se, you know, I'm putting quotes around this regular people, because there's no such thing, you yeah, know. Exactly. um, <laughs> there, you know, there, there's, there's people who are still struggling, um that you know need uplifting and and help and encouragement so yeah when you speak up it really does change the lives of hundreds if not thousands of people for sure
1: it's like that song we all need someone to lean on
0: yeah I love that song
1: just come on you brother (laughs) you know from that because I saw this little video I mean and I saw this little girl she was just the cutest little caramel drop I've ever seen with the longest curls and her dad had put the video on her I think she had maybe about seven or eight and he goes honey why are you crying and she goes not only did I get beat up when I was at school now I'm scared to go outside because of how I look and I said you know that's what you're saying the anxiety between the unknowns different things going on, hashtag life's problems, uh, so uh-huh. many things, and then you're looking at it from so many spectrums. I tell people, people will email and tell Angelus, like, well, you know, we had some guests, they'll say, I feel like I'm having an identity crisis because now I'm living I've, uh, an unknown path, you know, I don't know who to be each day because I had so many identities out there in society. And I'm like, yeah, you have an identity when you go to the store or certain stores and you have certain people that you connect with at the store. You know, you have everyone's conversation. Someone might Say, michelle remember when i told you that my uncle was coming in town yeah sure the next time you go down to the road or the restaurant hey michelle remember when i told you i was baking that cake you know you have so many alternate realities that uh, we have to deal with and then we have to jump back into our reality and then realize not even the cortisol everything else affecting our health like you said uh, just people dealing with i mean one of my friends has this extreme anxiety um and he just finds himself nibbling on nutty butters and snack cakes like crazy he's like i'm gonna explode like i don't know what to do and that was just yesterday i'm like please put the nutty butters down you're like i just told him, just take a break for a minute i don't care how much you can handle but the calories just relax but i mean it does it gets you to that point where they feel like they're gonna explode when i just went go to the gas station i feel like man whose eyes are on me and why what are they thinking what did i do and i'm like just chill Just chill relax but yeah it's a a heavy slammer um yeah i
0: mean there's seven billion people on this planet um so if joe down the street looks at you funny or they say a comment you know they they don't rule the world that's one person out of seven billion people so that's another thing you know if, if people say sly things then don't listen to them and then if you do then write it down so you can get it out and then just move on, because people like that who put you down, they don't matter in your life. The world, our lives are so short on this planet, yes. so short, and we have to not worry about what other people think all the time. I mean, sure, we're all a little narcissistic, we're all, a, you know, especially yeah. with social media, and, you know, we, we all have, you know, self-esteem issues, and this and that, but You have to realize that, you know, your little block that you live on and the people that you associate with are just a handful of people that live on this planet. So you matter. You matter for sure. And you are enough.
1: (laughs) Hashtag you matter and hashtag we are enough yes you know, yeah. that, that's what it is though because most people are in, you know you drive around you're looking at each other's headlights at night but you don't see the person who's driving yep, you know you just yep, see the headlights going on and the light glares in there just for a moment you can see them but you're too busy looking at the road so you don't crash I mean really that's what it comes down to and I, you know, like you said the world is so big so many things and that's what I, I saw as my sister when she told me oh you went to California oh I want to travel more I, just promise me Alex promise me you're going to keep traveling and doing the things I didn't do it. I'm like, why is she saying this? You know, because I'm like, wow. she, she, she would have been. She'll be. She wouldn't. She would be 40 on January 5th, 2021. So yeah. So she died was well, she passed away. Yeah, right after she turned 38. I believe he 38. So I'm like, man, I got so upset because I'm like, you didn't even give life a try. Like you lived in this bubble with all the stuff we went through and I'm, I'm thinking this 18 year relationship with this, oh, this crazy psycho. I'm like, you know, this marriage with him and like, your two beautiful children and now my niece looks at me like, wow, like, you know what to do so i'm sitting yeah. here and i thought about that i'm like her bubble was so small her window was so small not to see she could see the endless possibilities for me but she she wouldn't allow herself at the same time and i know some of the listeners I might say okay well like i've tried everything i'm sure i'm doing everything and at the same time there's always something more that's out yeah, there i mean
0: it's, it's perspective right so if if, if you if you if you live in the ocean, your perspective is water and you don't know what is above the sea. Okay. If you live on an island, then the people around you or the environment around you is all you see. But then if you if you go up and say you put a drone, um and you you say you put it, you know, 100 feet, 200 feet, uh, in the, in the sky. And then you see that perspective and you get to see, you know, hundreds of houses and you get to see multiple people walking around. Your perspective keeps growing. And then you get in a plane and then you travel and then you fly to different continents and you see different people. Perspective starts to change when when you put yourself in different areas, when you uh, see, see things through other people's eyes. This is why empathy is so important. Empathy is arguably the most important trait that you need for the 21st century. And it's because without empathy, we will continue seeing the cycle of abuse, the cycle of manipulation, the cycle of trauma, the cycle of war. But if you change your perspective, then we will actually see sustainable change worldwide. And that's what we're all going for. So we have to be able to be empathetic with other people, see them where they are, help them, be that ha- that, that hand that, that lends a helping hand. And, and then we can actually see sustainable change. We can end human trafficking. We can end abuse. We can end child abuse. We can end domestic violence. Um, all of these negative things can be put to an end and um it's just gonna take work but it is it's empathy and, and changing of perspectives.
1: Changing of perspectives. And I want people to hear that very clear. Changing of perspectives and floating on that since I know <laughs> I mean after over seventy five hundred just you know, in that retrospect in like less than a year almost eight thousand emails i have heard some personalities and some attitudes towards different things so i just wanted to say that again perspectives everybody yeah. i just wanted to say got a lot of love with 80 percent love 20 percent questions of wanting to say something else and we we appreciate that but and, i look into yeah, the creativity it's, what's so
0: important sorry to interrupt you no, Mike, go ahead. But I, I do want to say this what's so important is that uh, when you talk to somebody else and they have a different perspective than you don't automatically get into an argument or a fight with them listen to their ideas their opinions Absolutely. their uh, methodologies and you can still disagree but you don't need to start a war or start an argument or start a fist fight with this person because you don't necessarily see eye to eye it's so important to have different perspectives so you can put together your own world
1: yeah that's true That is very true. And at the same time, I look at, too, like, when people say, well, what was the difference between, you know, your sister? Because, you know, we're basically, I think she was about about four years older than me. But at the same time, I was like, you know, I said the difference I see is not just strength. Because I, I believe a person has the choice to do as they would like to do uh with their time here on this earth. And that's what my grandma always said. We can't you know, people have a right to be the way they are. They have a right to choose the way they are, except when it's imposing on another person's quality or way of life. But at the same time I look at it like when I wanted to do something, I'd be like, hey, let's do this, create you know, let's do this when people ask me, is it because you're an Aries? And I'm like, Maybe, maybe. Well I, well how do you do your books and how do you do talking to people and how do you do the women in a men's facility? How are you gonna talk to two point three million people behind the wall and how do you do this? And I'm like, I don't know how it's done i just know that i was given it to do like that's why i don't i don't know the, the the how a watch works i just put it on and make it work you know like i just know i know how to put the battery so i started bringing everything in my own i use my imagination to help myself get out of that mental cycle as a child when i was like why is this happening what's going on is it my fault then as i grew up i'm like okay i just never had a perception of what i was i just thought i was a sex object i mean my mind from not my mother wisdom but just from how I view men I was thinking even though my brother and I are very close I still looked at myself like well maybe this I'm just here to deliver what they need I have to be someone that they they need um, from however they want and when they're ready to dispose of me that's what it is so I found I never knew it was going to come to the point of where I found myself in that situation because I was always kind of an OCD freak where I had to be like where'd the penny go uh, let's make sure the gas is full did you go over here and put the you know air in the tire and I was like man I'm such a t- tedious person but then all of a sudden i'm like well maybe it's supposed to be the way the man's in charge but that was a whole nother level but creativity saved me i will say that yeah yeah
0: i mean we could we could talk about child abuse and human trafficking for hours and hours and hours i mean we were we're partnering with a lot of organizations in the u.s that deal with human trafficking we are starting to go down that realm to to end that type of violence and you know when you're sexually abused as a young child or a young adult uh that is a form of trafficking and i I know a woman here in los angeles who was trafficked for 10 years up and down the 405 freeway and um it is crazy you start to think that maybe you are that object for these men and that that is your role but it's not. You know, there's 18 million kids worldwide that are trafficked, according to the Child Liberation Foundation. Wow. And there's over 200,000 in the United States alone. And the oh number one God. consumer of human trafficking worldwide are white male citizens. So we have to stop the Johns from purchasing um Sex is what we have to do, you know. Prostitution is actually a form of human trafficking. Yeah. So th- there's just there's a lot that we could go down on that route for sure. But for I, I want to say something funny real fast. I mean, no wonder why we get along. You're an Aries. My daddy was an Aries. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Go, daddy. Go, yeah. daddy. Yeah. But, oh, uh, what is? Uh, what is uh, wait, 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 wait. What is your sign?
0: A Leo.
1: Oh, that's why see me and Leo are just like water we're just like cousins. Stop.
0: Yeah, that works.
1: <laughs> Both yeah, fire signs. There you. we go.
0: Yeah, my daddy and I got along so well. I ah, love him so much. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but but you you had mentioned like something really important. We have a choice. We actually have free will. God gave us free will to make our choices every single day. And you know, sometimes you wake up and you feel like uh, crap and you don't make positive choices throughout your day. You end up drinking too much or you end up overeating or you don't leave the house. You don't get any exercise, but you can make a different choice tomorrow. You can make a different choice now. You can draw the line in the sand and make different choices for your life today. And you know, this is, this is for abusers out there as well. You have a choice to not purchase children you have a choice to not abuse your wife you have a choice to walk away from a situation instead of lifting your hands you have a choice to uh give yourself a couple of minutes calm your nerves so you can have a civil conversation and and that's what's so important you know even with my ex abuser um I hope that he heals. I've, I've reached a point in my life where, you know, I was beat to a pulp like two or three different times where, you know, four hours, black glue. I mean, there was one oh, time I looked like I had completed uh, 10 rounds in a boxing match oh. and it was, my face was just awful. You know, I had a huge black eye and, oh. you know, I was sexually assaulted by him and it's, um, it's to the point now where hurt people hurt people. So yes, he yes. has to heal. Well, in order for him to heal, I mean, there's a whole five-step process i know we don't have too much time there's a whole five-step process that that we teach but the the first step is recognition recognizing it's just like you were saying with perception recognize what you're going through because if you can see it if you recognize it if you address the first step in any 12-step process it's accepting recognition and understanding What you're going? Once you
1: see that, then you can make change. Yes, I'm sorry. I love that. That was very, very pungently powerful. I love that. I mean, I'm telling people. I tell them like, oh man, you're just no. I am off the wall because it's off the chain. That's what it is. I mean, acceptance. It really is because if you look at that, like you have to hurt people, hurt people. I did an episode about that maybe like a year ago now. It's still up there, but it's 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 hurt people, hurt people. And I was telling them, I'm like, they're like, no, I don't want to love. because love hurt, I said, no, love does never hurt you in your world. Love will never hurt you. It's people who don't know how to love that hurts you. So when you hear the word, I love you, you start feeling like love is hurt because you're connecting it with what you think is love, which is not love. Because if you knew love within yourself, you would understand that that's not love to be within yourself. So that's why I was like, you know, you had to extract that. And now I'm glad that you hashtag back that up, Michelle. Because <laughs> people are like, what you mean? I'm like hashtag back that up on all my stuff. hashtag back that up get it Michelle like get it because people think oh well what do you mean I'm like I make I love being blatantly saying I made a mistake I made a mistake yep. and I had too many Hershey bars today I made a mistake yep. and I I told someone to get the heck out of my face because I was irritated I said if you meet the goddess part of me the one who understands the in- intelligence of the creator of all things you will be like there is not a hiccup in me to separate from that if you meet the one who's sitting at home and who just wants to be like not irritated for a moment or something, you'll be like, who is this chick? Like, who who is that? I'm not going to curse you out, but at the same time, when people say, man, I'm in love. No, you're not in love with me. You're in love with what works through me to you. And that's what it is. And that's the whole thing. They want that love that we see and we felt and discovered to happen to them. So, therefore, they attach to us. And we are the messengers. Um, yeah. You know, we are the messengers to give that. When you go across seas and travel, you see all these people from these wonderful countries, which I'm envious and I can't wait to go with you one day. I'm like, I can't wait to you put that in existence. But I'm saying, like, I, I love the fact that you're out there just getting in the grind mode. Like, Michelle Jewsberry is getting into her whole calling and pulling out. And that thing with Paul, uh, a.k.a. Paul, Going on, definitely, like I said too, my, my, my narcissistic abusing psychotic. Um, <laughs> it helped us, unfortunately, all that enduring helped us excel past that but we we recognize as Michelle was saying and saying we recognize it in order to do something with it not staying in the current moment of it there you go
0: yeah yeah exactly no it's exactly what you're saying and you know what's crazy is that God has given grace you know so if we do want to take a couple days or if we have you know done something that we probably shouldn't have done or we've hurt ourselves or if we've hurt somebody else then when you when you accept that And when you repent, yes, but when you accept it and want to make change, we are given grace. We don't know why, really. I mean, that's just the way the world is. And so we also have to give grace to other people who are willing to make changes and sacrifices. And that's, that's the thing, you know, it's a yin and yang in our, in our world. And, um, and we're we're not playing our world like like the game of life is supposed to be played at the moment, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you got to give grace to other people. Um, you know, don't accept them beating you. Of course not. Walk away from situations that are detrimental and harmful to you. But if somebody you know lies and says, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that and da 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 or you know, they they make a mistake and they, you know, ran over your uh your fence and they didn't tell you for two weeks or something like that. You know, Okay, I got it. Now uh you know, fix it <laughs> type deal. Exactly. But, exactly. But we have to we have to be be graceful no we have to give grace I guess that's just what I'm looking for but we, we just have to um, love like you were saying we really do have to lead with love I mean we're all humans we all bleed red and I mean we're looking at all these protests right now as well with George Floyd and Black Lives Matter and all of this is so important and people need to realize that we all bleed the same color it doesn't matter what color our skin is but it, we're all human beings we're human Race. So, yeah. I mean, it's, uh there are so many things and, you know, I'm not perfect at by any means. I mean, Lex, thank you for, you know, lifting me up and putting me on this pedestal, but I'm definitely not perfect at all. You know, I make mistakes on a day-to-day basis. There but that's, make, that's what makes you so perfect at,
1: though. That's what makes you so perfect, yes. Michelle, because you're, you're telling your imperfections of not being perfect. So I'm like, you're perfectly imperfect. Okay. Hashtag uh, yeah. back that yeah, up. I'm Hashtag. Okay that. So-
0: <laughs> Imper- imperfectly perfect. I'll take that. Yes. I mean that that's how we all are though. And you know the, the biggest thing is you got to give yourself grace. You got to forgive yourself and forgiveness is the hardest thing to actually learn whether it be to forgive others but to forgive yourself. I mean, if you are in an abusive relationship, you go through this period where you just blame yourself or if something uh, happened in your childhood, you blame yourself for that, but it's never your fault. Amen. You have to forgive you have to forgive yourself so you can move forward.
1: Yeah. And people, you know, just for those out there, and this is too also for whoever the thousands and thousands and thousands of you guys who download, or I don't know if you keep it on your MP3s, you play in your car. I heard a couple cardiologists say they listen to it on their way to heart surgery. Whatever it might be, the whole point is is that we're not saying, and I had to, when I saw that, I got a chance to embrace and actually hug and kiss my sexual abuser on the cheek. And I looked at myself and I felt stupid for a moment because I'm like why am I doing it to someone who has kind of embedded this different kind of seed in me throughout my life because no matter what I'm always going to have flashes And some kind of retrospect it always brings you back just like war scars you know veterans come over uh, different one of my friends come back from their tours and they still even though they've they've prayed and had their submission into it they still have little remnants of what happened but it, it also helps to ground them to where they are uh, right now I had to give that forgiveness and I said forgiving does not mean You have to forget, but at the same time, you forget the forgiveness. You know, and that's yeah. what that's what it is because people are like, oh, well, that means I'm just trying to tell them uh, what they did to me, or accepting it. I said no. Or my boyfriend cheated on me, or my wife cheated on me. I cannot forgive her. I'm like, yes, you can, because in order for you to be free, you have to remember she's renting space in your mind and your thoughts for free. You're not getting any, anything out of it except sadness and miserableness. And she's sitting here going on with her life now. Yeah, she might feel bad from time to time, or he might feel bad, but at the same time, you're living in that whole understanding all the time and are you living full and are you going to die empty because if you die full that means you did not put your scenes out there the way they were meant to plan it and everything that we go through no matter how difficult it may seem right now is leading you to the rock that is greater and higher than yourself as the good book will say it is definitely to that point where you're like why am I going through this right now it's not for you to figure out why you're going through it right now but just figure out the point of understanding where you are to Quote recognize it and keep it pushing so you can get to the next grade. Yes, yes,
0: facts. yes. And then forgiveness. When you actually forgive, then you set yourself free. I mean, if you hold a grudge against Peter down the street, and and you think that that is making a significant impact in Peter's life, you are wrong because. Peter doesn't give a crap if you have a grudge against him exactly. but you do like it's stuck in your brain so every time his name gets brought up or anytime uh, you see him at the grocery store <laughs> or you walk by his house you, you have this resentment feeling inside of you so so you have that taking up space in your body in your mind in your spirit and when you forgive you get to free up space and now you can you can put different elements in that space instead of that grudge because you have let it go
1: yeah I mean yeah. that, that's true because they don't they don't know you're holding that uh, against them. And other point, and I want to also right. make a point out there to all you and all who all the ones who will be listening, all those who are listening, is that it is not someone else's responsibility to take care of your miserableness. And that's yeah. why I say too, like it's not for someone. And that's why I tell them the ripple effect. And I had to do to a quote phone company. I won't say it because we do have ties with them, and they are one of my carriers. But <laughs> I had one of the representatives on the. Phone and i don't know i just had at that moment i was like my coffee got cold i was irritated i had another schedule and i'm like look i'm like you're really irritating me so please get it fixed i just ordered this and then all of a sudden she was just so and and, and through my mom always tells me lex through love and kindness have i drawn me and you know perfect love casts out all fear and that's what caught me through to actually transition over from where i'm alive now i've been alive for about five years of understanding that besides you know going to church my whole life and and understanding different things it took me five years of basically since that death happened in california for my spirit to be renewed to understand my relationship within who's in within me so i got a chance to look at that i'm like look hold on I just want to tell you, I'm sorry. And she kind of like paused on the phone and she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I want to apologize to you because I don't want you going home and having a bad day because of this phone call and getting into a car wreck. I don't want you being able to argue with your boyfriend or, or your son or your daughter because you don't know where it's stemming from because that one little cherry on top killed you over and it was me. I said, I am not here to call you and make you have a very miserable day because I'm feeling some type of way. I was like you know and after I said that she said can I just tell you something I don't get I hope I don't get in trouble and I said well this recorded phone call okay I'm speak freely I want to know and she goes you changed my life you know and she was yeah. like she goes I can't believe after working here for 10 years I've never heard anyone do that I said well I feel I said that's not my job is to make you miserable I need to find out why I'm talking to you the way I am because yeah. there's a yeah. problem there so like, she called me after the call when she got home you know and I, and when she called me she goes I'm so sorry I don't want to get in trouble I know I could get fired for this and I really need my job but I just wanted to call you and tell you thank you and is it okay? if I text you every once in a while just to just to get some encouragement oh my god I almost fell to my knees Michelle I was like oh my god I was like oh you "You can call me 24 7 I don't care I got you like and if I can't answer the phone text me and if I take forever because I am an Aries and we have 99 projects remember (laughs) you are 98 or 97
0: (laughs) you you know there's a phrase and you probably know this phrase sticks and stones will break your bones but names will never hurt you Yeah. yeah. That phrase is so wrong. It's it's like a hundred eighty degrees different wrong because <laughs> the words that you use, the words that come out of your mouth, have longer lasting implications on another person than that of even physical and sexual violence. Oh yeah. So your words, your attitude, your emotions can cause other people to completely shift their entire day, week, month just because you treated them poorly. I I remember recently I went to Trader Joe's, you know, and there's a line, of course, to get into Trader Joe's. People are irritated, annoyed, you know. So when I go in, I I know it's all social distancing, but I always, hi, how are you? How's your day? Uh, And these clerks behind the counter don't Get that one-on-one, uh, interaction, positive interaction anymore. You know, one of the, one of the guys told me, he's like, yeah, nobody's really nice anymore. Everybody's always on edge and pissed off and grumpy. Well, you gotta realize that your attitude reflects, right? You are like a, a mirror. Your attitude reflects on everybody else around you. So if you're in a big crowd, then that is going to like, uh, dribble into everybody else's perspectives and attitudes and cause them to have a bad day. So you have to change your attitude. You have to be nice. You have to try sometimes to be nice, but you do. Yeah, that's <laughs>
1: true. That is very true though, because you, people are un, very unfriendly before. I remember when I went into one of these big chain grocery stores that Mark, I think Mark Wahlberg is was supposed to come down and promote his supplement stuff with them. I remember the GM and the human resources director came over. Uh, God rest my friend, Soul Michelle. She was the manager up there, but she just currently died from uh, breast cancer. But she was up there and she goes, "Hey, the HR lady wants to talk to you." I'm like, "Why, Michelle? I'm buying my stuff, you know." And she goes, "Well, you know." I'm like, "What? Does she think I stole a can of tomato soup or what?" You know. So she was like, "No." She goes, "No, no, no." So the HR director came. over but she goes, hey, do you want to be one of the general managers? I said, why? She goes, because I've been watching you come up here day in and day out and you always go to the deli, you go over to, you know, the, the bakery section, you go to the Chinese and the pizza area, you go to the checkout aisles, you go over here and you purposely stop to sit there and everyone knows you the floral department they know you and you don't even have anything that you're coming in here for like you just grab I basically just grab like one or two items and she's like you come out here and you give us that so one day when I was up there at the customer service uh, I think her name was Tiffany she tapped my shoulder and she gave me a bouquet of flowers because she was in floral I said I didn't order these and she was like no and I'm like oh my god did I want a sweepsteak? I got free groceries for a year you know, I was <laughs> I was excited so all of a sudden she goes well you want a different sweepsteak? Steak And when the GM came out, Mark was like, you know, we just want to tell you thank you. So I, the whole store turned around, especially the elders were like, what happened? They, we want to tell you thank you because you give us sunshine. You change the atmosphere from your energy when you walk in the store. It's not just the espresso day. It's just you. And I, sometimes I didn't want to go in the store because I felt down. I was like, man, I just don't, I need to get some stuff, but I just don't have the energy to smile for anyone today. But then by the time I walked past the cash register it was like game on to yeah. that point yeah. yeah i was just i felt that and then i felt 10 times better being able to give it because some people would be like oh well like you're talking about smiling at people i don't have anything to smile about well if you're alive to complain about what you don't have to smile about obviously you're lying to yourself because you're still alive to complain about it that's, that's
0: true exactly that's true yeah we always want what we can't have that um, is true i mean just like is. idris
1: alba john you know tom cruise I, of course i'm mad because i can't have them over for dinner but you
0: know and uh, <laughs> oh i love it i love it back off of what you were saying yeah you treat others the way that you want to be treated
1: yeah that's it that's you know true. That's not Definitely. A so what have you got a chance to like see I mean because I'm, I'm going to have to live life through your eyes at this point but when you go over to visit all those countries and see the people and the, the, the whole traditions like how does it feel
0: so there are no pictures there are no videos that could depict what it is like in a third world impoverished country um, the people are absolutely wonderful and amazing and I, I love Africa I love West Africa that's where I work and um, where in Ghana and Sierra Leone. Like I said, I've been there multiple times. I've also been to Kenya. I've been to Guatemala. Oh, I've been to man. other countries, too. <sighs> um, but I... Uh I just love their their desire for life. And, you know, we we sponsor girls in a vocational training center in Sierra Leone. And I went there to, you know, check on our organization, make sure everything is going well in Sierra Leone March. And when I was there, one of the girls gave me a chicken. All of the girls made me, like, dresses. And these are are girls who are living on, like, $2 a day, you guys. And they... You know, a chicken is expensive, and and for somebody to to take literally their shirt off their back to give it to, um, I mean, I'm just gonna say it, a white privileged woman is just.
1: Ooh, hashtag! She right? said that. She said that. <laughs>
0: I what? Did, I did say it. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I. I. I mean. I, hashtag, I back United that up, America. You know, and I, yeah. I totally understand what that is and what that label is. And, um, when I go overseas, I, I don't feel like that, but I, 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 see, I recognize the sacrifices that these people, um, that they take that, and, and their, their joy. Like, it's so amazing to go to a village and have, uh, kids and the villagers welcome you with dancing and music. Yes. And, yeah, you know, it's it's just, it's it's beautiful. It really is. And, and a lot of what we see in Africa, I mean, besides South Africa, besides parts of North Africa, I mean, all of Africa needs a little bit of help. And it's okay. You know, yeah. that's just what it is. But they have all the resources. They are sitting on more resources on the African continent than any other continent in the world. And unfortunately, because of corruption, because of uh, the way... The politics, the politicians run their, their countries. Um, a lot of these people are really poor. You know, in Sierra Leone, I, this last trip, I saw a child who was the size of a newborn baby. Oh. And this child was one years old. Oh, starving no. to death. Oh, and it, it's, it, it's mind boggling oh, to me that we, uh, I'm sure you have other places that listen to your podcast as well, but you're, you're American citizens that are listening to this podcast. A lot of people think that the United States is the world and we are not the world. We, we have what? 300 million people and there's 7 billion people on this planet. Yeah. I mean, I've been to India. I went to Hyderabad, India. When I was in India, I mean, the population, yes, is so crazy. But, I mean, the way that they treat women, the way that um, uh, we are disregarded, uh, I mean... Well, we don't have to get into it, but I, I was there like a couple years after the whole bus incident where this woman was raped on the bus. And it's just it, I, I saw a population that half and half, you know, half wanted significant change and the other half just didn't give a crap. And there are just so many different worlds out there besides the United States. That we all need to come together and we all need to live as one humanity and we all need to love each other for who we are and give back to one another. I mean, I'm not talking, you know, Republican or Democrat right now. I am just talking as a human being and caring for one another and making sure that we can feed the starving children that are on this planet that we can stop the human trafficking that we can stop the abuses that you know we teach education that is what is so important overseas that we teach what is right and wrong that we not just bring western mentality to other nations but we also listen to the community and and we bring forth what the community asks for it's so important I mean, I I could go on and on and on, Lex, about this. And I know we've been on
1: for a while. No, you know what? We're going to... No, we need to have... We also need to have a part two. Let's be clear. Facts. (laughs) I am so game for that. Like, I mean, I know, you know, we have our schedules. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, I feel like my sister from another mother. Like, that's what it is. But at the same time, it's humanity. And when you said that, I picture... Like, people say it's because I wrote... In the past, I wrote fantasy novels and different books. But I, I, I still envision every. Everything you're saying I'm looking at the ground I'm looking at the point of someone holding this this child that's supposed to be running around and he's like a little newborn baby because it's, it's malnourished yeah. and then that's what people don't see here where, where they're always looking at the fact of because we have Nigeria I see it and I can't name them all some people give me backlash when they email well you didn't name our country I'm like well when I get it it's like Poland, Germany, Nigeria uh, Zimbabwe, Ghana, uh, Canada like it's, it's so many countries I have to google these countries <laughs> because i'm like oh my god my friend like london and turkey and this and i'm like okay then it's this city within this city and within this city i'm like wow in greece i'm like wow someone from greece or at least 1500 people from that area decided to listen at the same time and 700 of them downloaded it so i'm like oh that's pretty cool i didn't i don't know like people don't understand i don't look that deep into the levels of- i'm kind of like just I'm, a, I'm the creative mind i'm not the whole analytical back end you know i'm just kind of like here we go here's a sandwich i didn't for- i forgot the chips and the soda i'm sorry but i mean like <laughs> being able well, to see that the humanity and the resources and someone just had a video up where they're saying well you know africa's such a rich country and then and, and, and they should i said well when you're designed and when you're designed to have the system work against you it doesn't matter how many wonderful valuable resources you have and they just kicked all the chinese out heard uh, from them coming over basically setting up camp to start taking over different properties in Africa and I was like this is the richest like ground and soil that we have Uh and if we're not taking care of it like how can people sit there and I feel bad even when I throw out two scoops of rice I'm like man there is a brother and a sister and everyone this is I mean I am probably have like seven nationalities running through me I'm just saying this is a brother sister of the earth of humanity that is sitting here who would have to dig for hours just to even get to the point of where they're eating mud pies in haiti i mean yeah. it's I crazy mean, and we
0: are facing a lot of these challenges in the united states right now i mean look at look at the the, the rioting and the protest that's going on oh, i mean yeah. the protests are good this is this is positive right the protests because we want to ignite change but in the in the u.s i live in los angeles i worked on skid row for about six months wow and the homeless population on Skid Row, right now, I think that it went up from 30,000 to almost 60,000 homeless people in Los Angeles on
1: Ooh, Skid Row. Wow.
0: 60,000. And I may be off by by some numbers, but I know that it almost doubled. And we have to also face the pandemic that is happening in our country as well, but it's worldwide, you know, and it's not just us, it's yeah. the world, right? But we do need to look after, you know, our backyard as well you know and and people aren't doing that we don't know how to fix the homeless crisis there's uh we, we there's not a lot of resources for for them and just like there's not a lot of resources overseas so i mean we're probably 200 years out if we last that long yeah seeing, seriously. Um, you know uh,
1: peace <laughs> exactly
0: i mean we i mean define peace peace is when everybody in the world gets along There's no famine. There's, uh, there's no, uh, diseases. I mean, we've got a long way to go, you guys, but we have to start. You know, we have to create that domino effect. Definitely have to make a move now. Do something. Be an advocate for something. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Take a stand for something don't just sit at home and watch
1: tv every day yeah and people get pissed off about that but they're like my friends will be like hey how far are you from like from minneapolis i'm like well right now where i'm at i'm like i'm in mayo clinic town mr mr pence town (laughs) president vice president pence town they call it now but i'm like i'm in Mayo Clinic. i'm like so george floyd happened about an hour and 15 minutes up the street from my family home so i'm like when i sit there and i saw it and i drove downtown because we have a kind of like a government veteran neighborhood uh uh, well, we got the family home in night, 20 some years ago. So when I went down about three blocks by one of the churches, all of a sudden I had these ladies. You would just think they were just soccer moms. So they went in there and I'm thinking when I pass by, I'm like, okay, what are they going to, you know, why are they looking at me so strange? And she pulls her fist up like solidarity or something. And I, I was like, okay, she flagging me? And she puts this huge billboard out on her house that has not moved in over a month that says Black Lives Matter. And of course, she had a lot of people throw eggs. She had different things happen. But every time now, I make a notion. Every time I pass by her house, I pause in the middle of the street and I hold my fist up to her. And I just let her know because it took a lot for her to do that, especially from how she grew up in her neighborhood. It took a lot. I told him, I'm like, it's not just that, but at the same time when people can do skits and kids can do skits and say, well, you know, here, here's everybody's food except yours. It's not about, well, this is not the only life that matters, but no, you cannot have anything with all lives matter if all lives don't matter. I mean, that's what it is. Like, so people need to, you know, they get so offended. Oh, what do you mean? I'm like, if a kid's sitting at the table and they're saying, hey, Jason's life's matter. Well, well what about us, Jason? Well, you got your food. Can I get some too? Well, or you're saying I don't need to eat? No, I'm just saying can I eat too? You know, like that's yeah. what is, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, come on. And I think and this lady has said it. She reminded me of Kate Katie Hudson or what was her name? Katie Hudson. Goldie Hans. That's her name. Oh. She yeah, had did, Goldie <laughs> Hans' daughter? Kate yeah, Hudson. she yeah, she did a video and she goes. for all the moms out there, she goes, and and it made me cry because she goes, You she goes, I felt him when he said mama. You know, she's like, Didn't you feel that mother cry inside you? And I I looked at that, I'm like, that's what resonated. It was it was beyond a complexion. It was the point. And I looked at George Floyd and I was like, you know, rest in peace, but I saw him in every nationality on that ground. I just changed my mind. I'm like, what if he had green eyes or blue eyes or olive skin? It would just bother my soul to know that someone could not breathe or not get that help. Because they were just there. I mean, I probably would have got shot. Probably trying to kick him off of him. I would have probably kicked him off. I mean, I mean, I'm wild. I'm. I, mean, I would have been like, get yeah, the hell yeah, off of yeah. him. But we don't know if this was meant for the change to spark. I mean, the martyr that it may happen. There's always a ripple effect, you know.
0: Yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, look at you know Martin Luther King and that that whole movement and the peaceful movement. But he was killed, you know, yeah. and um, uh, that was the first part of change in our society and this hopefully will start to uh, create even more sustainable change. And that's what we need, a sustainable change. I mean, I grew up in North Idaho. And um, I grew up with a lot of people who still believe in racism. And um, that is definitely not who I am. And I quickly moved out of that area. But it's a shock to me that in the 21st century, people still see color. Yeah. And yeah, you know, and that's just something that that should never happen it's
1: like a pan I mean, of cookies i got baked baked cookies that's what my nieces had these macadamia cookies and i said look at these cookies what's the difference and she goes nothing i said now put one in the oven a little bit longer put the next one in the oven." i said it's still the same recipe right she goes yes i said what no what, what changed she goes just how, how much it was cooked i yep. said exactly and my first sweetheart i mean even though it was a uh, platonic level a uh, platonic relationship he was from sudan And he passed away, man, it was like a couple decades ago now, but he passed away from bone cancer. And I remember he came over from there and it just, he looked like the heart of Africa almost. I could just see it in the depths of him. And he says, Monifa, he called me Monifa means my loved one. He goes, I did not know that there was these problems here. You know, when we see America on TV, you just think it's okay. But I mean like I did not know that you you know I said I want to know what it is to be able to have like you said peace and peace yeah. and that's, that's peace in your home and some people and all those who are out there who can't get your rest I can only imagine how it is and I know how it is we know how it is to go to sleep in fear to wake yeah. up in fear and then you have the fears inside your home where you're supposed to have the peace and then you leave outside and you still feel more anxiety and more scared because there's no peace out there no peace no justice pretty much i mean it must suck i mean that's a double whammy this right here is a bad cocktail of concoctions of stress anxiety and feeling that way you feel like you have nowhere to turn but just remember death is not the answer and at the same time, you know, being able to reach out and say something about it, that is, there's always someone listening now. There's always someone out there to say, hey, I don't know who you are. I hope this email gets to you or, or a text message, whatever it might be, but I'm going through some things. And if you could reach out, like the pizza delivery guy was saying, hey, a girl wrote me a note on the receipt that says, please help me. I'm being abused. You know, some some way, some way, kind of get your, get your word out there in some shape, way or form.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. And all of this is happening in an election year as well. So it's crazy. One of my really good friends, his name is George Chanos. He wrote a book called Millennial Samurai. And the book is all about... what we need for the 21st century and he's very intelligent he was the former attorney general of the state of nevada so wow. super uh intelligent wonderful uh charismatic man and him and his wife are just great people but he he does a lot of blogs a lot of posts and he's giving away this book now you guys so i think Ooh. it's millennialsamurai.com, samurai.com but just google millennial samurai it's a book Download. But it, it, there's like 140 chapters, but each chapter is only two pages long. And each one of the chapters is about the characteristic that we need to come together as a human race to um, have peace. And that is inevitably what we all all want.
1: Ooh, oh, I like that. I'm going to have to put that out there. I was looking that up. There's different ones. There's different books that I got a chance to get. And some from the past guests, like Brian Winch, different ones. um And I wanted to put that in some of the care packages that I'm doing because not only coming out into a whole nother era from behind those walls, people need to be able to have their minds prepared with the right seeds being planted. So, yeah, Millennial Samurai is on the list, Tony. Put but, <laughs> that Yeah, exactly. We need exactly. to get that. And, and two, I I need to say but i love him like i need to get that because that definitely helps get those battle scars and those wounds out there so if there's anything i mean if you want to come on for a part two i am completely open for my sister to come back michelle you ain't got to yeah, say two no, words no,
0: I would love to, and, so, and before we do end i mean you can find but i love him on amazon i do want to warn your listeners that uh, when when you buy the book uh, and you start reading it goes into detail about the abuse that i experienced. There's a lot of statistics sprinkled throughout, but it will bring up some PTSD. So if you are triggered, uh, make sure you step away from the book and then come back to it. Uh, because I know that a lot of my experience has been other people's experience as well. And, um, and if it, Lex, is it okay if I, if I give something away? oh yeah you
1: can go ahead yeah i was just gonna ask you is there anything you want to share or say yeah Yeah, i I would
0: um i would love to uh give away so we've created a whole five-step system to help people overcome a lot of the obstacles that they're facing and lex and i you heard us talking a lot about um us talk sorry us talking about uh recognition um and then there's Four other steps. So, if you want that guide, it's a PDF guide. It's free. Uh, but if you're in the United States, all you got to do is text "Unite" U N I T E to two six seven eight six, and then you'll get a free PDF guide of the five steps to overcome obstacles that can help you during this pandemic during the protests during this unknown territory and uh, to help you uncover and overcome a lot of the trauma that you've experienced in your life as well. And then also my first live event is supposed to be July 11th. So let's keep my fingers oh. crossed and make sure to get tickets for that in Los Angeles. Uh
1: oh, Oh, come on. I need to go to LA like tomorrow. (laughs) What's go, what's the matter here? Well,
0: I'm supposed to be in Atlanta in August and also Washington DC in August. So I'm hoping all of that happens as well
1: you know what I can't wait look I, we we need to get together stop I mean we have to be because I know people keep saying all these other platforms that's fine I mean don't I don't downplay Ellen DeGeneres I don't downplay Oprah I get it I don't mind being told to be the next whatever but at the same time like I I need to go to like just travel and start getting out there more and just giving all the seeds and planting them Okay. I'm like, how you All right. YOLO, right?
0: You only live one. Yeah, I only make sure live one. I you make once. get it all in. But, yeah. Lex, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you having me on this. And uh, I really love connecting with you. I definitely was. Would love to come back on and we can talk about I mean, anything. Yeah, because like, you know so. what? You inspire
1: me even more, Michelle, because at the same time, a lot of organizations I mean, it's getting to the point now where I actually have to hire a, a, a management or something company to what's going on because I can't even keep up with anything and I shut down on my Aries mode when it's too overwhelming for me. So, yeah, we definitely need to link up uh, outside of here as well. Anything that we can fuel what we're doing in the mission and all those who want to be a part of it, we don't, we, we accept all that too but i'm just saying that if you're really up there ready to hashtag speak out hashtag back it up and back that thing up let's be honest let's be real let's be clear here because a lot of us get stuck on just a certain level of okay well i'll just reply or okay i'll just put a hashtag facebook post up but at the same time life goes beyond social media we need to really be the social in the media that's what i'm saying like the media and the social and get that out there because it, it, it sparks something so if you want to find find out more we're going to have uh, Michelle Juiceberry's information at Real realdoubledosechannel.blogspot.com we're going to have her bio and everything up there for the link so you can check out more of what's going on with her and Tony will have that up once he gets uh, everything going on with basically his whole audio magic he calls it I don't know um, his broadcast or whatever syndication you can also too in the meantime all the goodies that Michelle uh, mentioned especially the Millennial Samurai that stuff sounds bomb that's W www.unsilencedvoices.org and also www.unsilencedvoices.org my voice dot com and find out more and we'll have uh, her information as far as the email and so much more goes. But she does have a quote up here and I I was told her from the beginning that I like it. And it says, No one is useless in this world who lightens the burdens of another by Charles Dickens. And remember that when you want to say something. So thank you, Michelle, for being on here with us and blessing us with your presence. Please come back because you and I we already know the lingo here. We we know. Uh we'll have part that. two thank out there. So <laughs> Part two for that. So remember everyone to be the change, feel the passion, embrace the power of the spirit because it's always working within you, for you and with you. We love
0: you. You're amazing. And we'll be back with you very, very, very soon. Awesome.